I'm leaving on that world we trade again. Now my heart is filled with discontent. So I say goodbye to you, my friend. Holy God knows where my journey will end, will end, will end. I open up my eyes and realize all my need. I open up my eyes and realize you're holding me. So distant sometimes I feel. Like none of this is real. I'm moving from place to place. You're wondering where I've been. This hole in my heart is killing me, killing me, Lord. Please send me an angel. I beg, I beg you, please. I open up my eyes and realize I'm on my knees. I open up my eyes and realize you're holding me. Uh, I'm leaving on that one-way train again. I don't know when I'll be back again. My heart is aching, breaking, body shaking, keeping me awake for something that's not for sure. For sure, I don't know what's real anymore. I just gotta keep moving. One monkey can't stop my show, no Only y'all can get me to go, so Come on, come on I get on my knees God, I'm begging you, please Sing your love, don't know me Come take me from here now Father, I need you Lord, let my praise please you I'm ready to go Lord, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that all who the sun sets free is free indeed. Thank you for delivering my soul from Sheol, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are the one who orders my steps, makes the crooked way straight and the rough path smooth. I bless your holy name. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. 
I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, 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 no turning back. I open up my eyes and realize you're holding me. Jesus, I open up my eyes and realize you set me free. One-Way Train, Song Bio One-Way Train, like all other songs in this project called Jesus the Christ Matters, was inspired by the Holy Spirit during a time of incredible discovery of who I am in Christ. I am coming to understand my crucifixion with Christ and the carrying of my cross daily. It's become a habit to visualize bringing this carnally conditioned soul of mine to the altar of sacrifice for the man I used to be to die and the version of God that I am to live every morning when I wake up. According to Galatians 2.20, it is Christ who lives in this vessel, temple of the Holy Spirit, not I. These blogs and songs are the result of the deep revelations of my journey that have compelled me to come to the end of myself. Stop attempting to be made new by empty carnal desires. It has been a total collapse of the psyche, a rebirth from the way I have been conditioned to think for all these years. Religion is often mistaken as faithfulness or having a relationship with God. Religion does not bring freedom, but rather captivity and keeps us far from God. The man-made constructs we mistake for freedom have also led us astray. While a relationship with the one who created us brings us home and gives us a better understanding of God's heart towards us, God had been performing an incredible remodeling of my soul as I was preparing to release this song on my blog, bringing me to a place where I was literally crying out in anguish due to what I was going through and beating my chest. I would have sat in sackcloth and ashes if I could. I was having a real biblical experience. I've begun to recognize God's timing in all I've been assigned to do for His glory, even life. He will physically have me go through whatever I testify of, so that what you, the reader or hearer, receives is so deeply spiritual that your spirit will stir inside you. There is a pain in my offering that only those whose spirit testify with the Holy Spirit may be able to appreciate. But I believe that even if you are hearing this and do not know God, you are aware of your own sufferings that have caused you to question everything. Don't run from it. Embrace it. And if you dare, cry out for Jesus and see if He doesn't rescue you, as He has me and countless others. For me. 
This song's creation dates back more than a decade. I was going through a divorce and witnessing my mother deteriorate from pancreatic cancer while praying for her healing. My world seemed to be crashing all around me, and I felt helpless. This song became out of my feelings regarding the transformation God was taking me through, as well as the transition He was taking my mother through. We were both facing death and rebirth. She witnessed the birth of this song, heard it in its infancy, and cheered me despite her decline. This was one of her favorite songs, and I recall a few suggestions she made after hearing my rough versions, which ended up in the final draft. The song's melody and production were done by a cousin of mine. He had thrown out the beat and encouraged me to make something of it. The tone resonated so deeply with my spirit that I immediately began writing lyrics to it, and my mother was able to accompany me on the journey. My mother has since gone to be with the Lord and did not get to hear what your ears have heard or will hear on earth. But I believe she is listening from a very comfortable place with Jesus. And as I have seen in my visions and dreams, she is smiling at me as the noonday sun with such joy and pride on her face, hearing the genuine version of this song as it is in heaven. As I've persevered in the assignments I've been given, trusting in the Lord and persisting to finish the race, the Lord has revealed even deeper truths about what I'm doing, as well as the deeper meaning of these songs. While mixing and mastering this song, the Holy Spirit enlightened my understanding that I, and perhaps you, are like the lady with the issue of blood in Luke 8, verses 43 to 48. Now a woman, having a flow of blood for twelve years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you, and you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me for I perceived power going out from me. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Luke 8 verses 43 to 48. We journey through life discontent, seeking answers to our issues of blood, desiring to fill the unfillable void that is our soul. Everything we try to fill ourselves with inevitably drains out, all while riding a train to the grave. We may believe we disembark from time to time, but time does not stop. Therefore, we do not stop. The tracks may shift and paths may split as we seek anything to satisfy, nullify, and purify this blood flow of sin, only to discover that we have once again lost our way. Life is a miserable, confusing journey until we arrive at the station of death. The woman in Luke 8 
was unable to obtain deliverance through worldly means. The religious leaders would not even be near her, and the law forbid her from even being in that crowd. She most likely believed that even Yahweh did not care about her, just as many of us think that God has abandoned us, especially in these last days. With lawlessness on the rise, trials and tribulations increasing, or abuse occurring in the home you were born into, or the shelter you thought you had found. God must have forsaken us, or there is no God with what is going on. Does He not see? Does He not care? I know I've asked these questions before. I know I've wept. I've also found, like the lady in Luke 8, that God sees and cares. However, it takes doing what this woman did, pressing on, discarding her worldly means, her religious ideals, and pressing through the crowd with the possibility of death by being stoned literally, but also by stones of accusations and condemnation. Regardless, she dared to pursue Jesus, to seek the truth. Her faith propelled her on, believing that it was possible that God did not fit into the box that religion has attempted to place him in. Instead, our faith touches Christ. We are not hidden from Him, but are known by Him. God is willing to walk among His children, that the train of His robe is not only filling the temple, as mentioned in Isaiah 6 verse 1, but is also dragging on the dusty ground of the earth, making a path in the earth for the brokenhearted to follow to salvation and true freedom. My mother made the same decision as the woman in Luke 8. Even though cancer had finally worn her down from the vibrant, strong, loving woman of God after a two-year battle, and although her body had not been healed like the woman's, Jesus was calling her home. She had followed his path in the earth for most of her life to the end. And as is the way of saints, after we have lived our purpose, the Lord will call us home. The Lord has revealed many deep truths about why my mother was taken from us, and I share one of them with you now. The Lord has taught me that she was a seed sown in the earth, a tree of life, from which I and others in my family have chosen to eat. She was a seed in the sense that she helped to encourage the story I now tell and live. My mother has been crowned in splendor, in the presence of the living God a fiery stone. She has ridden the one-way train to glory and is truly free. I pray that when you listen to or have listened to this song, it encourages you to trust God. It's okay to go through the downs. Don't beat yourself up about where you are or listen to the condemnations. Jesus told another woman, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. John 8 verses 10 to 11 If Jesus is not accusing you, no one else has the right to do so. But there is a catch. Go and sin no more. This is accomplished when your relationship with the Lord deepens and you are unwilling to sin because you do not want to hurt him or live this life on your own any longer. 
You bring all your baggages and cast them at his feet, unwilling to carry them any longer. And he says to you with a smile, All aboard? <laughs>